back to the Six Out Culture podcast. I'll be joined by not only Danny and Francesca, but we're also going to be joined by a special guest. We'd like to welcome on big-time U.S. supporter, football enthusiast, and social media influencer, Amina Yakupi. Welcome on, Amina. Hi. Hey, well, we're happy to have you on. Uh, we've been planning this for, I believe, since the new year began, I believe, around there. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to have you on. Uh, how about you guys? What's up, boys? Are you good? Yeah, how are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, Dan, obviously, you're hyped after a uh, Napoli's performance against uh, Spezia. I don't know about <laughs> hype, but I'm happy. <laughs> Danny's relieved to get through the, the trenches of Spezia. Juve was yeah. another uh, bree- breezeful walk through uh, Spa. Yeah, and we're going to get into uh, Juve uh, Napoli in the Supercoppa from last week, so I'm sure Amina <laughs> and uh, Francesca was also a Juve fan. Uh, you guys will be excited to talk about that one. For uh, sure. Just to start off here, uh, we're glad to have you on, like I said. And before we get into all the Juve and culture talk, I'd like to ask you why you decided to get into the culture and football social media scene and how it all started. Well, um, so how it all started was actually really funny. I made a football TikTok as a joke, you know, as for fun. I never really took TikTok seriously. I had it for a couple of years, never posted on it. I actually... Um, Ended up posting a TikTok with a sound. Um, I forgot which sound it was, but it actually blew up. And since then, um, I saw that that's kind of the content people like. And especially that I'm a girl, that brings um, a lot of followers and a lot of supporters. And it makes it more interesting to watch. So, um, yeah, so since then, I've kind of just, you know, made videos. And I've gotten more um, serious about it and more in-depth about football. Um before it was just really like generic ideas, but then I got into leagues and um, teams and um, a lot of people started to relate to my content and I think it, it inspired others. And yeah, so I just kept going from there. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, TikTok really uh, changed a lot of people's lives in a way. It came out of nowhere and uh, a lot of people managed to make a path through TikTok. So that's great to hear. Uh, was there ever, like, a, a set follower amount, like, oh, I hit 100 followers, like, wow, I'm really starting to blow up? Was there ever, like, a moment where I'm, like, where you were, like, oh, wow, I'm really uh, starting to become big here in TikTok and social media? Yeah, so after, um, actually, so here in America, we have the um, Super Bowl, um, and I remember Shakira performed um, last year, and after that video, I mean, after that performance, I made a TikTok about it, and that gained a lot of recognition and I actually gained thousands of followers from that one video. And as soon as I hit 10 K, I was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is actually getting like pretty serious. Like I never ever imagined gaining some, like so many followers and um, getting recognized by people. And it's just, um, yeah, I, I really don't know. At first I was, I, I was like crazy. I mean, I was just, it was just crazy to me. And um, then from 10K, it became 20K. And then from 20K, it was 50K. And then 100K. And then 150K. And then from wow. there on, I just grew, like, incredibly. So it's been def- it's been crazy. Well, yeah, that's great to hear. Um, yeah, very well said. And we have to start off with last week's Supercopa when we're getting to Calcio now. Uh, Juventus came away with a 2-0 victory over Napoli. And I'm sure you were over the moon uh, as a Juve fan yourself. And after that big win, just give us a quick rundown of how you were feeling uh, going into the match, uh, during the match, and after the match. Um, Going into the match, I was a little nervous because I know that um, 
with Juventus, um, I think many fans can agree their mentality is just not always there. And it's always a surprise to what you're going to be seeing on the pitch from them. Um, you never know what to expect. So I went into this game kind of just like, hey, let's see how things go. I really hope we win. But, you know, I, I, I wasn't too sure. Like, I was not confident. But um, when Ronaldo scored and then Morata's, uh I think Morata scored last minute. I think over like uh, there was five minutes added. That kind of just secured the like secured my. Uh, I I don't really know how to put it. I was just I was just really happy. Again, I wasn't too confident, but then I kind of gained conf- confidence throughout the game, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, like not be for me as a not be fan. I was very disappointed with the way we played, even. But well said. You guys played a really good game. Took it to us, uh, so hopefully we can get the win over on the next time we play in the week. On the no, not the week in the season. Uh, but since everyone knows that you're a massive Uri fan, uh, those who uh, follow you as a Uri fan, uh, you experienced a lot of success and amazing moments. What was the best moment or the most meaningful moment uh, you experienced as a supporter? Okay, as like I think this is gonna sound very like uh, I don't know. Um, a lot of people like to assume that I support Juventus just because of Ronaldo, but I do have to say the most memorable moment for myself as a Juventus supporter is when Cristiano Ronaldo transferred to Juventus. It was really big for our club. You know, no one really expected it, and um, I think it made a name, if that makes sense. Like, I know that Juventus is a club in Italy, one of the biggest clubs in Italy, but for sure, like, having Ronaldo um, in our squad – I don't know. It just that was the most memorable moment for me. Of course, there are many more, but from what I can remember, remember, I've been supporting them for a while. But that actually that made me the happiest because I know how much he did at Real Madrid, how much he contributed to the team and the club, and he made a name for himself there and the club. So for him to come to our club made me really happy. Yeah, yeah, very well said. I remember uh, when uh, I was on Twitter and the first leaks of Ronaldo coming to Juve, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to sleep those nights. I would always keep refreshing uh, my Twitter feed, saying, "Oh, is it gonna happen? Is it gonna happen?" And everyone kept doubting, saying, "Oh, Ronaldo's not leaving." And uh, one day, it just finally snapped, and uh, you see him on the airport, ready to coming to Torino. So it was a very memorable moment. I mean, my my personal favorite was probably uh, this season's Barca game, just to show uh, how how weak men- mentality, like you said. Uh, Juventus has been, and you you faced one of uh, Europe's giants team in the Champions League, and you just dismantled them three nothing. With uh, you leave them with little room, especially with Messi playing. It was just uh, that personally would be my 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 favorite moment. Um, or Allegri's departure. That was probably the happiest I've ever been as a Juventus fan. But um, mo- moving on. Um, obviously, obviously the best player to ever play for Juventus right now, number nineteen, Leonardo Bonucci. His game winner against Torino was amazing, but uh, obviously a lot of fans uh, don't seem to like him. Uh, so I'm sure uh, I'm sure you could agree with me when I say uh, with this team right now, we're a strong team, but we're not the strongest team. Obviously, Milan and Inter have made strides in uh, the transfer market and the season so far. So if, uh, in your opinion, if we could sign anyone in the January transfer window or the summer transfer window, who would you like seeing coming to Juventus? Um. Hmm. I was thinking about this question. Um, I'm really not sure. Um, I can think of one player, Illichit. I think if he were to, like, I know that he's not obviously, but if he were to come to Juventus, I feel like, you know, 
I was talking to my friend about it, too, because, uh, and I don't know, I just think he'd be a really good fit here, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, de- de- definitely, he's, we've seen his uh, experience at Atalanta and what he brings to the table, especially in the big moments in the Champions League games, in the City at Decisive games, you see how he really steps up to the plate, uh, and his partnership with Papu Gomez was incredible, so imagine now, instead of Papu Gomez, he has Dybal and Ronaldo, I think it'd be right. uh, even better. My my personal uh, list for January would probably be uh, Olivier Giroud. We need a backup striker. I think mm-hmm. that would be him. But Ilicic, if if he came to Juve, I, I wouldn't be denying anything from him. I, I'd welcome him with open arms. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel I I remember something going. I think it was a while back where actually Juve, Juventus was interested in him. Um, right? Yeah. I think it was before. Yeah, I remember yeah. I mean, seeing that. I, hmm. I rem I remember seeing something about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I was talking about um, him with my friend, and we were just, uh, yeah. So if that's one person, I feel like it'd be him. So. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Juve need like a type of player, like say a uh, Ilicic or a even the DePaul from Udinese too, someone that can oh, create yeah. plays from the midfield, help mm-hmm. out McKinney. Because uh, it seems like right now Juve's midfield's all over the place. Besides McKinney, uh, you really see different combinations. So a player like Ilicic, you were saying, or even DePaul can come in and fit that midfield system, fit Pilo's tactics as well. And once Dybala comes back as well from the injury, uh, if a player like that can come in, Juve suddenly look like a different side. Uh, now we're just going to move on to more league-wide perspective. This season, I can, I'm pretty sure we can all agree that Milan have been surprising us. Uh, my Napoli hasn't been really consistent this whole year. Uh, fair to say that Juve, you guys can agree as Juve fans have been underperforming as well. Atalanta have been dropping big points against smaller teams. Inter is kind of what I expected to be up there, the top two, top three. And Roma, mm-hmm. uh, Enzo, uh, are surprisingly <laughs> top three this season. Um, at the, after the first half of the season, this one's for all of you. Uh, who's going to be the top four teams uh, in the top four to end the season? Uh, I mean, I'm going to start with you. Okay, uh, you guys probably won't agree with me, but I'm just going to go in for because I even ever know. So um, I have a list right here. Can I just read it off? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So yeah, I have Inter. Oh, sorry, I have one Inter more. as first place, Juventus second place, Milan third place, and Atalanta fourth. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, if I have to say, I would probably pick. I would go with Inter winning the league, maybe or Milan. I'm gonna say Milan's gonna win this league this year. Uh, Inter second, Juve third, and surprise pick. I'm gonna go with uh, Roma fourth. Wow, uh, I appreciate that, Dan. <laughs> Roma. I got faith. I got faith once Zaniolo comes back that Roma are gonna be a different side. Yeah, when he comes back, I'm going to do a rain dance outside. To I'll, I'll, I'll shut out. I'll be coming to Rome, too. Yeah, I'll shut yeah, out. Passing his medical today, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm glad to have uh, Yofarone back on uh, the team. And uh, yeah, for my top four, it's kind of hard to pick. I feel like obviously Milan, we can all agree, they've been a little weaker as of late. But um, I just feel like it's written in the stars for them, Zlatan and everything. I think Milan will win the league. I think Juve will come second. I think Inter will come third, and I think my Roma can hang on for fourth. Yeah, I think uh, we, we could all agree, Enzo and Danny, with Roma coming fourth place. I don't think they're good enough to get third or second or first this season, but uh, in the future, they'll definitely be scary. Uh, for me, I'm going to work from the bottom, so I have Roma fourth, 
I have Milan third. I just think uh, even though they have a good team, they have Ibra, they brought in uh, the warrior Manzukic into. I just don't think they have the winning mentality to actually just pull through to win the Scudetto. I think Inter, with Conte, they have a lot of pressure to win the Scudetto. But once again, they're going to choke like they always do every year. And Juventus <laughs> is going to scrape through once again. Maybe it's not going to be one point. Maybe it'll be goal difference this time. But I have confidence that we're going to scrape through uh, the Scudetto this time. Coach, let me just yeah. ask you this question. I know you hate Napoli, but where do you see them finishing this year? <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see uh, what, what you're going to say. With the mentality that Napoli's been going through, the the, the uphills, the downhills, um, especially the the low blow they're going to face in the Copa Italia final. Um, I I I I think uh, I think uh, maybe fifth or sixth. It all depends on Atalanta. I think I think if Atalanta could hold on. Atalanta will t- come fifth, but if Atalanta are going through those struggles like Napoli, I think Napoli is uh, better than Atalanta. I think if the, Napoli can play the way that they can, which everyone sees when they can, they're one of the best teams in Italy. I think they'll finish fifth. Yeah, we're, if we can get some results going our way against bigger teams, I can see us pushing top four, but as of right now, I think Napoli might finish fifth. I'm just interested to see how Insigne uh, turns up because obviously we saw Koulibaly when he scored the own goal against uh, uh, Napoli to help Juventus win that big game. Allah, he was his head was down. He played. He had a couple rough games after that, and then uh, he really picked up this season. Now Insigne is carrying that burden after yeah. that missed penalty. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how you could tell it affected them. You could tell it affected the last two games, but against uh, Spezia he looked uh, himself. So. And especially because we changed the formation back to 4-3-3. Hopefully that can uh, boost the team and we can see that formation moving forward. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Amina, when you brought up uh, Ilicic, I really like how you brought him up because I think he's a great player. I think he's definitely one of the best in the league. He's and, very underrated too. Yeah, I agree. It. And he'll definitely compliment the Juventus and what you guys have going for you right now. Just a question for all of you. Amina, let's start off. Uh, would you consider him world-class, class, or just like a good, good player? Because everyone kind of has that debate on Twitter, I see. But what would you consider him? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't want to say something. And then, like, you know, like, everyone, like, I would consider him class. I don't know if he's world-class, but uh, I consider him class. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I, a good 100%. Yeah. I think he's definitely class. I think he showed it. And Serie A in the Champions League, um, he's yeah, he's a class player, world class. Going too far, I agree with you, Amina. If you like world class, we're looking at obviously like, Ronaldo, Messi, and that upper echelon of players. But uh, yeah, for you, I'd say he's definitely class. He's shows his worth in the top league and the Champions League. Uh, Dan, how about you? Oh uh, yeah, I would consider Ilicic class. Uh, I always, I was always a big fan of him. Uh, I actually really feel bad for what he uh, went through last season, and I know that's gonna take an effect on the way he plays and stuff. But it seems like this season uh, he's coming back to his old self, playing really good. And he's like, just a good player. And he's a player that I think every team in the league, he would start in every team in the league. And I think every team in the league would ha- like to have a player like Ilicic. So I'm going to put him in the class uh, position as well. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Dan. And I mean, I think class is uh, really where his level is. I think Someone like Papu Gomez, I think he would put him as a world-class player in Serie A. And uh, hopefully for La Liga, hopefully he shines well at Sevilla. But I think that's where like I would give the difference of Papu Gomez being world-class 
and he could he's class because he could complement the world class players. Yeah, well said. And uh, I mean, just quick before we end, I feel like uh, it'll be rude of me not to bring this up. Obviously, uh, McKenny from the United States obviously is on Juventus and he's doing really well for himself. Is it just nice to see someone from where you come from playing so well? For sure. At first, I was a little skeptical, you know, having because uh, like I, I didn't want him to give a, us a bad name, you know, because um, when it comes to football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, I feel like America's uh, or the U.S. just looked down upon. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so for him to perform the way he's been performing, it makes me like proud. You know what I mean? And as like some people might have me on snap, I'm always just hyping him up, you know? And um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm really happy with his performance, you know, and for him to be playing the way he's playing, he definitely plays like an American. I, you know, you can even see it on the pitch. Um, Yeah. So it makes me happy. And he doesn't, doesn't like he um, hasn't like disappointed me yet, but um, (laughs) no, he's, I'm very happy with him and the way he's been performing at Juventus. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when he first came to Juventus and I saw that he was coming from Schalke. I saw that a couple of games of Schalke where he was de- he looked decent. And when he first came in, I was assuming, okay, he's going to play off the bench. Uh, he'll get some good rotational minutes. He'll be good for squad depth. And then when I first saw him like in the Juventus shirt and he played, I'm like, okay, screw that. He's st- he needs to start every game now. And he's been our best midfielder, uh, arguably. So when he first came into Juventus, would, did you think, like, what was your first impression of him coming to Juve? Were you thinking he's going to start, he's going to be a rotational player, or were you just, like, nervous to see how he would perform in Italy? Um, I actually didn't expect him to start. I honestly feel the same way you do. Um, you did about, like, you know, um, seeing him for the first time. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I didn't expect him to start either. Uh, quickly, before we wrap it up, now one more uh, question, Amina. Um, obviously, Juve plays Inter in the Coppa Italia. Are you expecting to make it to the final, or do you think Juventus might struggle, or how are you feeling about that match? Um, I'm feeling, okay, about the match, I'm feeling very nervous. I'm not confident in my team whatsoever. I feel like they're going to choke. <laughs> um, I mean, sure, they played a great game against Napoli. I mean, it being a big game, I feel like they're just, they're, their mentality is, mentality is just not going to be there, and I'm afraid. Um, I'm just af- I'm afraid that you know it's not going to go the way that I want it to. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the last time we faced Inter, it wasn't the best uh, result. I don't like to think of that that two nothing result that Inter got. But uh, the only reason I'm confident is uh, there's no Lukaku. I feel like that could be a big, big helping hand. Uh, for us, and I think uh, I, agree. I think if Ronaldo, if Ronaldo had a poor game uh, against Inter, I think now this game he needs to really uh, shut the Inter haters up and uh, prove himself. And the Coppa Italia game, obviously, you want that trophy. Ronaldo's yet to win a Coppa Italia in Italy, so uh, maybe he's gonna his mentality is gonna carry this team to uh, these tough times because he wants that trophy for his trophy cabinet back at home. Right. Uh, perfect. On that note, Amina, thank you so much for making time to come on here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on. We were excited to have you on. Um, just let the listeners know where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me on TikTok or Instagram. Uh, my name is Amina Kupi. It's my username for both. So yeah. Make sure to go support her and check out all her content. 
Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at 6 College, all that good stuff. We'll be back next week, as always, with a new episode. Thanks for listening, and ciao. Ciao. Have a good one, guys. Bye.